Howdy and welcome to Casa Loud Chat, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's the Casa Grandes and the Loud House universe. And I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 48 of Casa Loud Chats. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Casa Loud Chats. It's, it's been a while since I've done an episode of this podcast. Uh, hello, everybody. Thanks for coming back to the show. And uh, I'd like to say uh, welcome back to myself as I'm back on to the podcast. It's been a while since I've done one of these because, you know, after last month with February where we had eight brand new episodes of the Casa Grandes back to back. And then we had like a set of Loud House episodes like back to back from from Friday to Monday. It was just a very busy month for the Loud House of the Casa Grandes. So after that full week of episodes, I needed a break from t- to, from doing the podcast because I knew that the show wasn't going to come back until like the end of the month in March, which obviously that's what's going to be happening this week. And also, I need to take a break because I have school stuff going on and I got two more months till I graduate. So I'm going to be very busy when it comes to April and May. I know we're probably, we're probably going to be getting a lot maybe more new episodes in April we're not really uh we don't really know yet but because there's a certain episode that's actually coming out early in the UK as of again oh the the UK once again getting new episodes before us as they usually do sometimes uh we're probably gonna get those episodes in April but we do know that we're getting new episodes of both shows this month and it's actually going to be happening this week but there was also a lot of news that came out while I was gone there's, there's a lot to discuss especially a big news item that came out during the Nick Upfront, which was also this month. So we're going to be diving into a lot of news and a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff, especially with the comics, because again, uh, or another new comic came out this month, which I'm very excited to talk about. So there's lots and lots of things we have to discuss. So I won't keep you, ca- I won't keep you uh, here in the intro, but, but I just wanted to say I'm glad to be back on the show and discussing the Loud House of the Casa Grandes once again. So we could talk about all the stuff that comes that came out for this month with the uh, news alert as we usually do because I used to call these the, uh, the mini shows but after people complained that most of my news episodes weren't mini I you know changed them to the news alert so we're going to be getting to another news alert as there is a lot of news to discuss so with that being said let's get into some casa news Alright, so as I said on the top of the show, this week there are brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes this week that are premiering on Friday. We are back to the Friday premieres after the long week that was The Casa Grandes 8 episode premiere. We are back with Friday premieres and hopefully this will this will actually be the staying you know, um, s- time slot for The Casa Grandes and The Loud House uh, for new episodes because, again, I don't know why they decided to do the whole eight episodes of the Casa Grandes. I, I, my theory, or maybe everybody else's theory, is because of the tune-in game show. They wanted, like, a lead-in for tune-in, I guess. That's why they did it. I thought that it was because they were going to bring back the Smarty Pants Challenge, but they did something else with tune-in. Instead, they had a, a tune-in thing where you could, like, chime in with the, the Nick app, and you could, like, uh, help like, uh, answer the questions with that, so maybe they're getting rid of the, uh, 
the other thing with that, but now we are getting brand new episodes this Friday, and hopefully this is where the Loud the Castle Guardians will finally stay, as they were for a while, but then slowly they started doing other things. Like, again, you know, like, we had that Monday premiere with the Casa Grandes with the Mega Countdown, and that Loud House Monday one was, like, I think it was for tuned in. That's what I remember them doing for that. But, yes, again, Friday, 7 o'clock uh, at night, of course, are the Loud House at the Casa Grande's back-to-back with brand new episodes. As I didn't get to talk about before, or if I did, I totally forgot. But <laughs> if I did, I apologize for um, repeating myself. But uh, it, we are getting brand new episodes of both shows. So let's start with the Loud House, which the first episode of the Loud House is Silence of the Lands. But the land is locked in the cell in the basement who is responsible for the april fool's pranks this year so yeah i did talk about this episode but we didn't have a full synopsis for it yet it was just when it was locked in the basement but yes this is the uh was it the fourth yes it's the fourth april fool's episode and it's finally an april fool's episode that's airing very close to april fool's day like literally this is the end of the month this is the end of march into april 1st so technically it's the closest we'll get to an actual april fool's day episode on april fool's day and um with this episode it's very controversial because We've seen this episode already uh, because Nickelodeon um, on their new now rebranded Nickelodeon Cartoon Universe YouTube, they posted this video called 25 Minutes in the Loud House. And what happened with the Size of the Wins episode, they spoiled the twist. We know who did the pranks. If you actually avoided this uh, video, then you won't know who it is. But many of us in the fandom already know who's who's behind it. And thanks a lot, Nickelodeon. Now we know who who did it. Who did the pranks? I'm not telling you who it is until you uh, because I don't want to give it away. But most of us know who it is. But I want to believe that's not who we think it is because again, I don't really want to believe it's who they told us it was because it's weird. It's April Fool's Day. I'm sure she's truly behind it. It's, yeah, you can't pull that twist on me. I don't believe it. Well, yeah, there's no way. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they did t- technically spoil that. And we also have a promo for the episode and sneak peeks for those episodes. And, again, that video had a beginning clip from the episode. So, we've seen that entire episode practically. So, we know what happens in that episode. But... Just for the time being, I won't say who it is, and, you know, when the episode comes out, we'll discuss whether the twist is actually true or not, or if we actually like the twist, and, you know, it's it's just, again, I say controversial as in, like, we've seen this entire episode already and know what's gonna happen. It's, I mean, it's an April Fool's episode, we kind of, we kind of know what to expect from it, but, um... Uh, Nickelodeon UK actually posted a clip from the episode, I guess the official release so I can say so, and I really enjoyed the beginning clip we got because it's Lincoln talking to the audience. It feels like a callback to April Fool's Rules, you know, the first, uh, the episode of season one, the first April Fool's episode, with Lincoln introducing, you know, Luann and how, you know, she's like this on April Fool's Day, we all know this, but it's nice that Lincoln, again, is, in season five, they're bringing him back talking to the audience. It feels so refreshing to see him do this so even though it's like we don't need all this exposition it's just cool for Lincoln to be like so when you know she's really terrible in April Fool's you know we've been through so much torture with her and yada yada and I really love when he shows the picture of when like her yearbook photo at first she looks so happy but then it like transitions to this really big like you know joker like grin it's amazing like it's it's top tier stuff I absolutely love it like the animation was really good in 
this in this clip that they posted. If you want to see the clip, uh, Alex L on Twitter posted the clip so you could see it. But that's all I'm gonna say about the episode in terms of spoilers. It is just like a little five minute clip of the beginning of the episode. But it's really cool to see again to see Lincoln introducing the world and just telling us that Wan is always up to her shenanigans as usual. But this time they finally locked her up. But we find out that somebody's pulling pranks, but it's not Moan. But I still think in the end it's going to be her regardless of who it is. So, you know. But it, it looks like a really, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the April Fool's episodes because they're kind of... I don't want to say cringy, but they're more uncomfortable to watch, especially the last one we had fool me twice. I was hoping that was going to be the last one because that one is the weakest of the bunch. Like it, all they did, all the way did was just lock her family in the in the garage, and use their clones or they use their uh, imposters or whatever they call them, their impo- I guess imposters, <laughs> to, like, embarrass the louds, and they just did it all, they did, they just did, like, a fading joke for, like, five minutes over and over, and it was just so lame. Like, the ending is good where the louds trick Wan, but it's the weakest of the bunch. I still think, um, the, uh, the second episode, the second, uh, F- April Fool's episode, of uh, I'm blanking on the name of it now. Uh, that one is is probably the best one because it's a full on you know horror parody where they go to a, a hotel and Wan is doing all these horrible pranks and I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of it. It's not fool me twice. It's uh, Niagara Fool's Rules. What's the second one called? I have to look it up now. Uh, Loud House April Fool's episodes. Fool's Paradise! Oh, right, my gosh! I love that episode, and I forgot the name of it, but yeah. I mean, I love it because I just like the atmosphere of that episode more than, like, the general concept of a way to actually do all these pranks, and Liz Cedar going behind their backs, and, you know, she basically, like, had a lot of, like, break out the hives because of her allergy. Like, yeah, Wan's a horrible person on April Fool's Day. But, you know, let, we'll see what happens if, if, they're, if the Loud's plan to, you know, lock up Wan during April Fool's Day works or if it generally is her behind it. I still think it is. There's there's no way the person they say is behind it is actually behind it. I don't want to believe it. But if it is, well, I, I don't know if I'm going to be... I don't know if I, I don't know if I don't know what I'm gonna say about that uh that twist there, <laughs> you know. Alright. Then let's move on to the next episode, which is Undercover Mom. Uh Mom goes undercover as a student at the high school becomes BFFs with Lenny, Luna, and Wan. So again, um let me just pull up the clip here. Uh yes, yeah, so uh, oh hold on. Okay, uh, yes. Okay, so again, Alex L. posted another clip from this episode on Undercover Mom, and um and Rita is going undercover to the high school. I guess we don't know why she's doing this. Like, we don't know what, what her motive is to go to high school and go undercover to, like, spy on her children. But I guess we'll find out why. But it's just so weird that she's doing this. I first thought that she was doing this because, like, maybe her kids are failing at their classes. So that's why she tries to spy on Lenny, Luna, and Luan. Or maybe there's some other top motive for it. But I do like the uh, the the uh, the costume she has and how Lenny, Luna, and Wit are so stupid <laughs> that they could actually be fooled by this costume because clearly it looks like Rita. And in the clip, it's uh, very interesting that it actually cuts off when Lenny says, "I've had a crush on this boy." She points to somebody. We don't see who it is. If it's not Chaz. 
the whole fandom's going to explode. <laughs> I mean, like, when we heard that Lenny has a crush on somebody, it's like, it better be Chaz. If it's not Chaz, then, like, wow, like, who who could it be? I mean, I let, well, I don't know if she said boy. I think she might have said I have a crush on someone. I mean, maybe she might have said boy. I don't know who it is, but we don't know who it is. We'll find out in the episode who Lenny's crush is, but that's just pretty interesting that they finally established that Lenny does have a crush on somebody, and again, if it's Chaz, great. If not, well, well, I don't know if I should say bye-bye to the Chaz Lenny ship, but we'll see what happens if, if that, if, if it is Chaz or not, but that's just the most interesting part of the clip was finding out Lenny does have a crush on somebody. Um, but yeah, the, the episode looks interesting, uh, just to see, like, why Rita is going undercover at high school and trying to spy on her kids and becomes friends with them, and then they find out it's actually their mother. So it's, it's gonna be pretty interesting, that's for sure. And then we have two other episodes, which, by the way, uh, as I discussed on the top of the show, there is one episode that's coming out early on Friday. I don't know if both episodes are coming out. I think it's just the one is coming out Friday. It's the, um, it's the Diamonds Are Forever episode, the Mr. Grouse and Lola episode. I don't know if I talked about it. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't, so I'll just talk about it here. Uh, after, after Lola and Mr. Grouse find a precious gem, the two struggle to decide who gets to watch over it. So yeah, they showed, again, another clip from uh, Nickelodeon UK about the clip, uh, for the clip of, um, Mr. Grouse and Lola looking after this, uh, this gem. Again, I... I don't know why they decided on Mr. Grouse and Lola, uh, especially Mr. Grouse. You would think a, a premise like this, especially something where it's like like money or jewelry, you would think Lola would be paired with, with Flip, right? I don't know why they decided Mr. Grouse of all characters. I mean, I think it's kind of cool that they finally are giving Mr. Grouse more to do because, you know, last season we had good sports with him and Lynn. So it's interesting that they're pairing him up with Lola of all characters, but you would think that's, that a character who would be more interested in a diamond would be Flip. But I guess because we just had an episode where Flip was paired with Lisa, they decided to do this with Mr. Grouse, and maybe it might flesh out his character more to where, oh, Mr. Grouse actually does like shiny things or money or objects or whatever. But of course with Lola, it makes sense. But it's, it's an interesting pairing. You know, I, I like that they're trying out new pairings with the seasons. Like again, Flip and Lisa, despite, you know, me not really like you, Flip. But, you know, I, I like them trying out new, uh, you know, dynamics in the show. And I don't know what's, uh, you know, again, I don't know much about the episode. Like, it is a Lola episode, so it's going to be great regardless, but Mr. Grouse isn't really one of the characters I care for, but it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very interesting episode. And again, about that episode is that that's airing early in the UK, so we're probably going to get this episode the same day as we get the two new episodes with, um, uh, the, the Luann and, uh, Rita episodes. Again, I don't know if the other episode, the Lynn one, is airing too. We just know about the uh, Lola one, so it might just be the Lola episode airing that day and not the Lynn one. I don't know why they're just airing one episode of The Loud House in the UK, but the other, uh, episode is the Lynn episode, which is Hurl Interrupted. Lynn tries to stall her friends from riding the new roller coaster at Dairyland before they find out her big secret. Now, I really wish that this would be the case. Like, some people have said, what if this episode was tied into other mess? You know, the, the episode we just got with uh, Dairyland and uh, Sonati Kid. And God, I wish that were the case. <laughs> but, you know, we've had episodes in the past where uh, we've seen Dairyland. You know, like, like we had Lola community disservice. And again, Lynn 
has already been to Dairyland, uh, singled out, where she went to Dairyland with her friends and their and their partners. So it's weird that we're getting another episode with Lynn and Dairyland, but it's actually the focal point of the episode versus singled out, where she was only there with her friends because they wanted to go on dates with their partners. But here, she's actually going to Dairyland to try to stop her friends from going on the roller coaster. Now, again, we don't know what the secret is, but maybe... I think the the most cliched one would be that Lynn is Lynn is scared of heights, which is the mo- which is the thing I probably think will happen. But I hope they kind of exceed our expectations. It's more like something different than just that. But they probably have to make it more comedic than like kind of like sad or whatever. Like I don't know what kind of like secret Lynn has. Whether she like stopped the kid from getting on the roller coaster too, threw up on somebody, or again is scared of heights or got or got sick on a roller coaster so she can't go on one, but I wouldn't believe that Lynn wouldn't be that would I don't believe Lynn would be scared of heights or roller coasters for that matter, unless it was something really intense that happened to her where she never wants to go on a roller coaster again. But I mean, I kind of wish this episode could take place in the Casagrandes universe or like, you know, how in um it was a feast or family where par makes a cameo in the background like i'd love to see like Lynn and her friends are in the foreground and in the background you see like lincoln sid and roddy and like doing their shenanigans for other mess and it takes place in the same timeline <laughs> that'd be kind of funny like i would love that but no like loud house and casa grandes don't court don't correspond in the same episode unless they somehow just pull in a random cameo like par in the loud house but you know it would be kind of funny that if they took place in like the exact exact same moment where like one one minute Roddy Ann is like worried about Sid and Lincoln or trying to you know hang out with them and the next you see Lynn like trying to like stop them from riding the roller coaster but you know I, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to get my hopes up I just thought be, I, that this would be very interesting that would happen but we don't know what what will happen this episode because again we haven't seen anything from it yet and that's the episode that isn't airing on Friday again I think it's just the Lola and Mr. Grouse episode and that episode is also airing too that, that would be really cool so we haven't seen anything from the win episode so well our expectation our expectations might be low for it just because we haven't seen anything from it but it seems pretty interesting because i did is this the first win episode of this season i can't recall there's no oh, has there been a lip oh wait oh my god well no i mean yes and no the lid the Liam and Lynn episode, but it's technically a Liam episode, so no. So this is actually the first Focus Lynn episode of season 5, right? I think so. I can't recall another episode of the season that was focused on Lynn. Like, she had that moment in school, again, the Liam and Lynn episode, but again, it's a Liam episode, uh, Cowpie Kids, so I think this is actually the first Lynn focus episode of season 5, and it's, it's gonna be pretty interesting they actually focus on some kind of, like, backstory for her, or, like, you know, something, a falling out with her, or something that makes her scared to go on the roller coaster with her friends, because I wouldn't think someone like Lynn would be scared of roller coasters, or try to stop her friends from going, but, you know, again, this is the second time she's been to Dairyland with her friends in an episode, like, singled out, so maybe it calls back to that one where she just doesn't want to go on the roller coaster with a partner or something, but I don't know. We just don't know when we'll see this episode, because again, it's the the Lola and Mr. Grouse ones air in the UK, which, again, I won't talk about in my next episode. I won't talk about it until it, I won't talk about it until it airs in the US, which will probably be next month. Um, not the first of April, like the first week of April, there's no new Lighthouse House of Casa Grandes, because I checked 
that that April on that Friday that uh the first Friday in April they're doing a SpongeBob marathon, so we're not getting new Loud House of Casa Grandes on the first uh, week of April. So I assume it's going to be the end of April. We'll get new episodes back for both shows. But yeah, all those Loud episodes sound very exciting. Of course, we're getting the two new the 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 Land and Rita episodes this Friday. It's great to get uh, the Loud House and the Casa Grandes back again with new episodes, even if just for you know. This week, we just get the, these new episodes right at the end of the month. But it's very exciting to get both shows back. And then, and so let's jump into the Casa Grandes. So for the Casa Grandes, again, we have two brand new episodes of the Casa Grandes airing this Friday with the Loud House at 7.30. So the first episode is going to be Karate Chops. Used to be top dog, Carl can't handle when Adelaide joins his karate class and becomes a star student. Well, looky there, uh, Carlway fans. Once again, we have another Carlway episode. <laughs> Man, they, they really just stuck with this pairing, huh? I, I feel like it's going to be the main canon ship in the Casa Grandes is Carl and Adelaide. Because, you know, after we had Uptown Funk and Blunder Party, they had a side plot. We're getting another episode with Carl and Adelaide together. So they they probably just decided, hey, you know, Adelaide and Carl are just going to be a thing now. And I... And, I think we all welcome it, <laughs> you know, to see uh, that Carl Wade is kind of taken off as a ship and seeing that the, the show is really taken off to them as a pairing is wonderful. So seeing an episode like this where I think it's going to be like a big karate kid homage with Carl trying to train to take down uh, Adelaide after she joins his karate class and she becomes you know better than him. There's actually a clip they posted on the Facebook page of Nick, the Nickelodeon Facebook page of this episode. And again, it looks really good just because it's, it's it's, it's, it's gonna be great just because Carl and Adelaide. <laughs> what more? What more do you have to say? It's, it's the Carl and Adelaide pairing. I mean, it's, it's one of the best pairings now. It's absolutely wonderful that they keep uh, bringing back this pairing and that they established it in Uptown Funk, and now it's going to be a thing again, which is wonderful. I mean, this season is all about you know bringing back the ships. You know, we just had Sidani Kid, and we had some Sidani like like every episode in that eight episode bomb. There was there was one Sidani moment in every episode. So and that. Now they're bringing back Carl Wade. It's it's absolutely wonderful. So I guess they they saw the response to Uptown Funk, or, or hey, like people actually really like the Carl and Adelaide pairing. So let's continue to do it in season two. And here here we are. So like I'm really really excited for this episode. I hope it's um a little bit better than the first uh, Carl season two episode because Kit plays in the picture was exactly an entertaining episode for me. It's kind of a, a, a forgettable one for me. So now that we have another episode with Carl and Adelaide, I think it's going to be more entertaining just because again, it's Carl and Adelaide, you know, it, 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 they're one of the best parents. I think they'll be the, I think they'll be the main canon ship that isn't Sid. I think Sidani and Carl will probably be the two uh, canon ships in the Casa Grandes for sure. Like I really love Carl and Adelaide and I'm really, really excited for this episode. So I can't wait to see what they bring with this episode. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's just Carl and Adelaide. I keep saying that, but it's Carl and Adelaide. What do you expect? They're like one of the best pairs. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited for it. And then the next episode after that is Taco the Town. Hector starts selling Rosa's delicious tacos, but gets overwhelmed when they're more popular than the Mercado. Now, you know, this episode just seems like another simple, generic Casa Grande episode to me. When I heard about this episode, I was like, wait, why is Hector selling Rosa's tacos? I mean, doesn't Rosa already do that? I mean, in Curse, she was literally making tacos in line and Carl was trying to sell them to people. I mean, she, I think Rosa was trying to sell them 
and even though she was making them in line while she's waiting for Ernesto. And even Snack Pack. In Snack Pack, she sold her recipes to, you know, the tamale cart, and then the, you know, the Castagrandes discovered it. So, it's not... Like, it's not, it's not like a new thing that Rosa has sold her recipes for, for cash. So why, why is Hector suddenly realizing that Rosa's food could actually be sold and it actually tastes good? You know, like, I don't know why Hector is finally realizing this. I, I don't know why it took him so long. But, you know, Hector's old, so I understand. And in this episode, we're actually going to be getting Roddy in, in this episode because in the promo for both shows, they show, like, two scenes with Roddy and in them. So I assume that is from uh, Taco the Town with her and Rosa. She's helping Rosa. And in that promo... Her and Sid are together, and Breakfast Bot, aka Dennis, is back. <laughs> he has returned from the dead, or maybe not. Like, we don't know if that's actually the real Breakfast Bot slash Dennis. I don't know what, what we're referring to him as anymore, because, like, he called himself Dennis and I Breakfast Bot, and, but he's still called Breakfast Bot, so we don't know whether it's Dennis or Breakfast Bot. But again, in I Breakfast Bot, it seemed like Dennis wasn't, you know, dead. He was still kind of alive. But then since then, she could rebuild. So maybe the breakfast bot slash Dennis in this episode is another model she made. Like a rebuilt model, like a breakfast bot 2.0 or 3.0 or 10.0 or whatever she's going to call this breakfast bot now. And it's not exactly the same one. Or it actually is Dennis and she actually found him and rebuilt him. Which would kind of be disappointing for that good ending of I Breakfast Bot where you see that he could come back for revenge. But then it's just like, oh no, I just found Breakfast Bot. I rebuilt him. He's good again. And maybe like some kind of uh, things happen where maybe Dennis, uh, his little evil side is still in him from continuity from that episode. But it's nice to see that she's trying. She's at least uh, rebuilding him or making a new model or something. But, you know, it's always nice to see Sidani for a bit. So maybe Sid is helping Rodian and Rosa with the tacos or something. But again, I was thinking that Rodian wasn't going to show up both of these episodes just because of the premises. I don't think she's showing up in the Carl one because it looks like Parr is, is the karate teacher so that just might be focused on Carl and Adelaide which is fine. You know, the first uh, Carl and Adelaide episode had no Roddy in it so that's cool. But it's good to see that Rodian is uh, uh, it's good to see that Rodian is showing up in the Rosa and Hector episode. So at least I get to see my girl for a little bit in one of the episodes. But yeah, both episodes sounds really good. I mean, the Carl and Adelaide one is the most exciting one. The Taco the Town one just sounds like another uh, simple generic Casagrande episode. <laughs> like nothing special, nothing amazing, just something fun. You know, and, like after we get the little after we get the really good like Carl H shipping episode, it's like well here's the follow up. It's just a simple episode. <laughs> it's like how you do utter mess and then follow it up with teacher's fret. It's like, how do you do like a really superior episode and then just like, oh, here's something okay. <laughs> they should be premiering Talk of the Town first and then we get the full-on great Carl Wade episode. But you know, that's just how the order goes. But yeah, don't so don't forget that The Loud House and The Casa Grandes are both airing this Friday at 7pm Eastern Standard Time, starting with The Loud House and then 7.30 with The Casa Grandes. Don't miss them. Whew, okay. <laughs> that was a lot, that was a lot. Yeah, that, that was a lot to take in. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff talking about the episodes, because, again, I haven't been back for a while, so we had a lot of news to talk with the episodes. But, yes, both, both shows are back this Friday. Very, very exciting, of course, and I'll have to talk about that on my Twitter, which will be like, yep, the last of the Cosmic are back, so you'll see me uh, spamming and stuff about both shows. 
So moving on to the next piece of news, which is actually very exciting news, very unexpected news actually, very, very unexpected. So the Nick Upfront actually happened like I think a week or two ago, and we were anticipating some kind of announcement when it came to the animated Loud House movie, because we've been waiting about waiting for some kind of announcement for a date or another promotional picture or trailer for the Loud House movie, the animated movie. I say animated because uh actually we are getting two movies an animated and a live action movie. Yes, my friends, the Loud House live action movie is back on. <laughs> yes, that is the big piece of news we got from the Loud House in the Nick Upfront is that the Loud House live action movie that was actually announced last year, was it last year they announced that? I think so? Yeah, before the whole pandemic hit, is that the Loud House live action movie is back on, it is greenlit, it's going to be shooting soon, and we have a cast list and everything. We are back on to the Loud House live action action movie, which is actually going to be airing this November, which is kind of exciting, actually. <laughs> I'm kind of excited just because we have two movies for our franchise now. We have an anime movie and a live action movie, and I know when pe people hear live action, they groan, but honestly, I think The Loud House is perfect for live action because it's a more mundane show. It's it's simple. It's a si it's like a sitcom, you know? It's, it's very simple slice of life cartoon, so I think it's perfect for live action. I know a lot of people are kind of being, you know, negative about it, but, you know, I, I'm trying to be positive, trying to see the open mind about it. Maybe it'll be pretty good, because, like, most of the people on the show are working on it. Mike Rupert supervising it, so, you know, he's, you know, overseeing the live-action movie, so people who are on the show are actually working on it, but... You know, in my heart, I, I, I will say that, yes, it's probably going to be a very hot mess, but maybe a fun hot mess. You know, like, if it's not as good as we think, we'll look back at it and be like, oh, hey, that was a thing. That was kind of fun, right? It's kind of stupid, but it's kind of fun to watch, you know, it kind of like a, you know, it, it's just like... That's that that thing happened, it's cool. We can look back at it and laugh at it for it being funny of the time, you know? It's kinda like with Simpsons, you know, like watching you do the Bart Man, everybody looks back and do the Bart Man and it's like, oh man, that was so lame. But hey, it was the nineties, you know. I'm just saying that comparison because I love do the Bart Man, but I know the stance on the Simpsons fandom is like, oh hey, that was kinda lame. But it's kinda fun to look back at it, you know? Because <laughs> of the of the time. That's why I think of the Loud House Live Action movie just gonna be like, oh hey, that was a thing. That was kind of silly, right? I mean, we didn't really need it, but it was kind of fun, right? But, um... <clears throat> But yes, I've read the article from Business Wire that talks about the Loud, the Loud House live action movie, which is Nickelodeon is set to begin production this April on The Loud House, A Very Loud Christmas, a working title, the original live action holiday TV movie based on the Emmy Award winning animated series, The Loud House. Casting is currently underway with Wolfgang Schreifer? Wolfgang Schneifer, I, I, I'm not going to pronounce these names correctly. Wolfgang Schneifer, Criminal Minds, tapped to play 11-year-old Lincoln Loud. Again, he's supposed to be 12. <laughs> um, it's, he's not 11, he's 12. Unless, again, this movie takes place in its own universe where season 5 doesn't exist. But it should say 12-year-old Lincoln Loud, not 11-year-old Lincoln Loud. So, yeah. Lincoln Loud, uh... 
Jazar Bruno, the witches, as Clyde McBride, Lincoln's best friend. Additional casting news will be announced soon. The feature-life TV movie will be filmed in Atlanta, with a premiere state for November on Nickelodeon. In the Loud House, A Very Loud Christmas, Lincoln is geared up for the ultimate Christmas until he finds out that most of his sisters have plans to be elsewhere for the big day. Determined to remind his family that they all need to be to- that they that they all need to be together, Lincoln and his best friend Clyde embark on a mission to preserve the family's holiday traditions. The live-action TV movie is written by Liz Ma- Ma- Liz Machi, Make It or Break It, and directed by Jonathan Judge, all that Punky Brewster, the Thundermans, who also serves as executive producer. Mike Rupert, The Loud House, and Matt Berman, Christmas with the Darlings, serve as executive producers. Darlene Ka- Kamano Luquette, Senior Vice President of Nickelodeon Movies, serves as producer. Production of The Loud House, A Very Loud Christmas, for Nickelodeon is overseen by Shauna Purban, Senior Vice President, Live Action Script Content, and Zach Owen, Senior Vice President, Live Action. Uh, the Loud House, which has received Greenlight for six season, debuted on Nickelodeon in May 2016, centers on 11-year-old Lincoln Loud and his 10 sisters, and it gives an insight to what it looks like to survive the chaos of a Loud family. As one of the longest-running animated series of Nickelodeon with 156 episodes, the property also has been transitioned into a comic series, which has continued to roll out new stories, chapter books, a digital album, and a podcast listed out loud, which has to come back recently. <laughs> the series is executive produced by Mike Ruper, uh, Kyle Marshall serves as co-executive producer and Ashley Clement Baker as art director. All right, so yes, so we have a cast for the last movie already, which is Lincoln and Clyde, a bumping cast. And uh, Clyde's voice actor, oh, uh, Clyde's actor, uh, <laughs> not voice actor, he's an actor now, live action movie. Clyde's actor actually really looks exactly like Clyde. So they got someone who looks exactly like Clyde. It's perfect. But Lincoln's actor, I've never seen before. And so my friend Drew they actually um they actually found what who uh the voice act the, they actually found who the the Lincoln actor looked like he he was actually in Criminal Minds and the Lincoln actor is very cute you know I won't really say if he looks like Lincoln until he actually you know has the white hair maybe a wig or spray paints his hair white to look like look like Lincoln and again I want to know who the who's gonna be uh playing the sisters that's the like Lincoln is the most important to me and see who's gonna be him. I mean, he looks adorable, so hopefully he can play the role right, you know? I I, I wasn't really, like, uh, worried about who would play Lincoln. It's just, like, as long as they kind of look the part, you know? But uh, it's hard to tell because this this kid's only been in one show and I tried seeing, like, the, the Criminal Minds uh, video, but, like, it's very, you know, dark, and it's a dark show. You can't really tell the person who's playing this, the boy who's playing the character. So, with this, hopefully, we'll actually see maybe photos of these people in costume, and maybe they'll show they actually look like the characters or not. But most importantly, who's playing the sisters is really, I want to know who's playing the sisters, because they need to look exactly like the sisters, you know? I, and also the parents. I mean, I hope Brian Sapanic actually plays Lynn Sr., you know? But... You can make it better if you have a Roddy in, like if you have a live action Roddy in. I'll I'll make I'll ma- this movie will be even better if you have Roddy in the live action movie, but probably not. I assume that you know with this uh the synopsis where the sisters are actually busy on Christmas. I feel like Lori's gonna tell like Lincoln that she's going to see Bobby for Christmas, and well maybe we'll see a live action Bobby, or maybe just Bobby is talked about on off screen. We don't actually see him, but I just think it's gonna be where Lori's going. To 
see Bobby, but everybody else, I'm not really sure. Because, like, this seems like a season one premise, you know, where Lincoln is, like, really excited about Christmas, but all his sisters are kind of busy with other things. So he tries to round them up to remind them what's important about Christmas. I mean, it's basically what uh, the last Thanksgiving did, where, you know, Liz Senior Rita and the Casagrandes were determined to keep their families together for Thanksgiving. So here Lincoln's like, oh, everybody, everybody needs to be together for Christmas, but it seems like, well, seems like everybody's really busy and stuff. Like, it feels like a season five episode, but like brought into from season one kind of thing. It has no season one vibes, but you know, I think it'll be fun. But I think most of us would probably say, why didn't they just animate this, you know? But I think it's just going to be fun to see what la what the Loud House would be in live action. Like a full-on, just like, actually, like, produced live action movie compared to, like, like a fan film or something. Now it's like an official Nickelodeon movie where the people on the show are working on it and Nickelodeon is, you know, producing and stuff. What will be a live action Loud House? I mean, again... You know, I'm trying to be optimistic, you know, once we do see what it looks like, maybe we might be skeptical or negative, but I still want to see what they do with this, you know, it might, again, it might be fun, and if, if not, it's like a trash fire, we can look back at it, we can look back at it and be like, oh yeah, that was a thing, <laughs> you know, you know, we can just look back and be like, oh hey, they tried that, it wasn't that good, let's, let's forget about it, you know, <laughs> unless they actually, like, decide to do a sequel or something, I mean... I wouldn't mind a live-action Casagrandes. I mean, if, if Bobby and Radia don't show up in the live-action movie, they could do a live-action Casagrandes. I'd be up for that, absolutely. Like, if, if this movie actually does good, and they're like, hey, let's do a sequel, do a live-action Casagrandes movie, I'd be up for it, or, like, a special or something. Like... I think it's a movie, but I think it's just going to be, like, a special. Like, it's not going to be, like, a long movie. It's, like, a little, like, 90-minute movie or something. Compared to the Loud House movie, the animated one, that's going to be hard to say, like, because we have two Loud House movies. I think the Loud House Christmas one is called The Very Casa... What is it? Not Very Casa Grande Christmas. What is it called again? It's called A Very Loud Christmas? A Very Loud Christmas. Okay, that's confusing because we have a very Casagrande Christmas and a very loud Christmas. So that's kind of confusing, you know, because the Christmas special we had, you know, we had a little loud of weeping and then the Casagrande's Christmas episode is called A Very Casagrande Christmas and this one's a very loud Christmas, but I think it's a working title, but they might keep it. So I don't know what we're going to be calling these. Like, I guess the, the first one, the animated one, we might just call the Loud House animated movie and the live action one being the Loud House live action or just call it a very loud Christmas or something. Like, we'll probably ha we'll have to have like some kind of like code name for it. You know, like with the Muppets, we have the Muppets 2011 movie. We call it the 2011 movie or the Muppets 2011. And then the Muppets, the ABC show, is either called the Muppets ABC or the Muppets 2015. You know, or like Sonic, there's Sonic, you know, the Sonic cartoon, the the, the the adventures of Sonic, and then there's Sonic Sat AM because of it being on Saturday. So we might have to come up with like a, a code word for these movies for being animated or live action or whatever, whatever the fandom is going to call these two movies. But it's, it's kind of, I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to go about this, you know, with this uh, live action movie. 
it'll be, it either be good or bad, I don't know, but I think I'm pretty optimistic for it. Okay, so that was all the big news for the Loud House of the Casagrandes when it came to episode news and the live-action movie news. So, we're gonna jump over to some tiny news for a bit. Let's jump over to the comics, actually. So, this month, we actually got the next issue of the Loud House com comics, which was the case of the stolen drawers. And this comic, I think, was really great. Like, it was a really good bunch of stories. I really loved it. I think mainly because, again, they had Casa Grande stories in here, but they finally included Roddy in. After that last one, the 11th issue, I was, like, really upset that they didn't include Roddy in any of, these, any of the stories. So I'm so happy they finally went back and included Roddy in in a bunch of stories. They actually included her in one of the Loud House stories, actually, in the, in the, uh, co what is it called? The comic swap one? The one, the one where they go to the comic convention that's held at, uh, Sunset Canyon with Pop pop and myrtle rodian actually appears with rosa in that and rosa and sergio in that comic where where sergio's showing off his comic where he's a superhero and it's really cool to see rodian actually in royal woods again they found a way to bring her back and i think that's really neat especially once she sees a uh, lincoln and clyde in their ace savvy costumes she kind of tries to help out i love what she called what she says like i got you ace when when lincoln is ace savvy needs help absolutely adorable and i love the ending where all the uh characters eat together because Rosa brought food. Really adorable. Um, my favorite comic in this one has to be the Ollie Ollie Oxenfree comic. The one where Lincoln's learning to skateboard for Roddy Ann. I, I just... That was really great. Like, I loved it because, like, Lincoln is, like, actually bonding with, uh, with Roddy and skateboarding friends because he actually wants help with learning skateboarding, because in the comic, he wanted to kind of surprise Roddy in with some cool tricks that he was learning, but because he couldn't, like, do it in the house and it was raining, he actually went to Sid off-screen and actually and Sid kind of suggested a Roddy and skateboarding friends to help him learn some tricks. But I think it's really cool. Like, I love that Sid and Lincoln are actually kind of, you know, growing a bond off-screen where they're super close because, again, they're both the best friends of Roddy and. So it's nice to see that Lincoln actually trusted and would be like, oh, hey, like, I want to learn skateboarding. I kind of want to surprise Roddy and, but I don't know how to do this. Do you know how to? And Sid's like, well, I'm not really good at skateboarding, but you could ask Roddy and uh, skate skating friends, Nikki Casey's Samir, they're really good skaters. So it's really, it's really nice that Lincoln and Sid had kind of have this close connection in that way, where he can actually ask Sid for advice when it comes to Roddy and like, yeah, definitely Sid being a wing man there, that's for sure. But a uh, uh, wing woman, I think so, yeah. So it's really cool to see like Lincoln actually getting help from Nikki Casey and Samir, but then when Roddy and shows up and and Nikki Casey and Samir tell him, oh, we actually just we actually wanted to hang out with Roddy and we're actually gonna get somebody else to help you, and Carlos actually shows up to help Lincoln because he was Carlos' ex, and they call him the expert. Get an expert? Because he's Carlos' ex? Yeah, that was really cool. That was really cool because they remembered that Carlos is actually a professional skater. They remembered that he did skateboarding back in the day, and in the Casa Grandes, they haven't brought that back at all. Like that, the first episode of the show was establishing Carlos as a as a skater, but then ever since then they've never brought it back at, since. Like they mentioned it in the vlogs, but in the actual show, no. So it was super cool. They actually had brought Carlos back in this comic and remembered that he was a he was a skater and he helped Lincoln with some of the tricks. That was super cool. Like that's really neat. Like I love the idea of Carlos and Lincoln bonding. Like I never thought I needed that kind of interaction, but that was. Really Really neat like I love that and um 
After I said I loved the uh, skateboarding comic, Jeff Whitman, you know, the editor of Paper Cuts, he said to me, you'll love part two, which I didn't know what he meant by that. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, part two? But then he linked me to the Casa Grande's We're All Familia comic, and I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, that's the next one, right? But he said part two, so I'm kind of su sus about that. Especially when, like, I was talking about this comic on Twitter, and then somebody uh, said to me, oh man, I wish Roddy Ann would interact with Lincoln's friends. So I'm like, yeah, hey, Paper Cuts, do you hear us? We want Roddy Ann to interact with Lincoln's friends, his friend group. And then Jeff replied saying, we're already way ahead of you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so something might happen in one of the recent, in the next comics where Roddy Ann is interacting with Lincoln's friends. Like, yes. <laughs> like, See, Paper Cuts never lets us down with these things. I absolutely love Jeff and the Paper Cuts people, like, they do such a great job with these comics. And yeah, all the comics that are here are really good, and I also love the, um, the Casa Grande's one, the one where Roddy is trying to stop Sergio from playing his video game. It's very, you know, it's very simple, it's very, like, you know, very Casa Grande's. It reminds me of the show itself, so I really enjoyed that. And just the uh, the the film of the war comic, the one the one about the stolen drawers. Really love the style of it. Like there's some really good like stylization in these comics. I love when they actually get give people a chance to do the comics in their own style than stay with the show style. So yeah, I really like this one. You know, it was it was short but very simple. And again, the comics were really nice. And I'm very very excited for the next one, which is the Casa Grande's We're All Familia comic. Even though that one is just going to be a couple comic is only gonna have like maybe one or two new stories I think it's two new stories but the best part about the Castle Grand Royal Familia comic is not just their uh, reprinting stories but they're gonna have bi new bios and they're gonna have uh, interviews with people who work on the Casa Grandes that I'm really excited to see like I don't know if they're gonna interview like Mikel Puga and like anybody else that works on the show with the Casa Grandes but I'm more excited to see like what they say about the Casa Grandes and the development of the show because it is it was it is the main show I follow with the Loud House, but the Casa Grandes has my favorite character Roddy Ann in it, so I really want to see what they're talking about with these interviews, like what they ask them or what they say about the show, because I'm really, really excited to see more insight into the Casa Grandes than just the Loud House. So even though the Casa Grandes were all familiar, it's just gonna be reprints. I am excited to see what those two new stories are and what the new bios are. I assume the new bios are gonna be like including Nikki Casey Samir and um and maybe Laird and more of the the city people like uh, uh Vito the the apartment like the neighbors and stuff like that maybe Arturo and stuff like that you know if they include him in one of the new stories like I don't know what other stories are going to have in there I know they're going to have the um the one with Olivia Casa Loud the one where Ronnie is trying to get um you know privacy away from her family but they all coming to a room for a picture that was from Lila Casa Loud so you know even though it's reprints I'm just excited to get this issue just to see what they have in there and again seeing the interviews from the people who work on the Casa Grandes I'm really, really excited for that and finally the last piece of news for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes is Da -da -da! Updates from the Loud House and the Casa Grande's YouTube page! Finally, we are back to talking about updates from the YouTube page since I haven't done this in a very, very long time since many of my guests have, I've, since many of my shows have had guests on. I didn't want to go through the YouTube page updates, but there's, there's been a lot of updates since I last did this. And I don't remember where I last left off, but I'm going to start with... 
I think I'll start with the um, the Cow Pie Kid. Oh yeah, so when Kent win a baseball game, a clip from Cow Pie Kid. Uh, Relative Chaos, the last mission in five minutes, a clip from uh, Relative Chaos, or uh, the last mission, whatever you call it, mostly Relative Chaos. Um, and then Ellis for Love speeds up uh, when someone says Leonard, a clip from Ellis for Love. Um, Re- Lenny runs for mayor, a clip from Lex Shund. Uh, uh, the, the 6TV vlog, of course, we talked about that a while back. <laughs> uh, Lisa's most explosive moments in the Ventions. Uh, Carl sneaks onto a plane, uh, a clip from Flight Plan. Uh, best Loud Family Dinner Moments, a Food Fight, a compilation. Fool Me Twice in Five Minutes, a clip from Fool, Fool Me Twice. Rodia's Dad is Dating Her Teacher, a clip from... Ugh... Teacher's fret. <laughs> um, anytime someone says cookies, speeds up. A clip from, uh, I believe that is uh, Tough Cookies. Yes, Tough Cookies. Uh, searching for Aliens, a clip from Zack Attack. Uh, Fool's Paradise in five minutes, a clip from Fool Me Twice. The best food in restaurants in Royal Woods, a compilation. Every time Baby Lily gets upset. Like, some of these Lily compilations are just weird. Like, there was one where every time Lily cries, now there's one where Lily gets upset. They're right out of ideas. <laughs> uh, 24 Hours Inside the Loud House, a compilation, which also has a narration from Lincoln, which I think is really cool. I think they actually did one of these with Roddy Ann, actually. I, if I remember correctly, they did one with Roddy Ann, like, 24 Hours in the Casa Grandes, or... No, it was a... Wait, I think it was a day in life of Roddy Ann. Oh, they did one with Lincoln too. So I don't know why they did this one as well. <laughs> I think it's the same thing though. 24, but it also has narration from Lincoln, which I think is really neat. Uh, spot, uh, spot the difference game number one, which is really fun. It's a spot the difference thing. Uh, and then the last clip we have here is the messiest Mercado moments from the Casa Grandes. So yeah, lots of updates, lots of videos they've been popping out lately. Some really good, some just compilations, some just kind of like, you know, episodes, some mess, some things like that. And yeah, like it's really cool they still keep popping out the clips and the videos and compilations for the Last of Casa Grandes YouTube page. Um, I don't know what else is being posted this week. Let me check, uh, sort by... They added. Let's see. Anything updated today? Um, looks like they updated the five minute episodes and the favorite loud moment uh, playlist. And new from the loud house is updated. Uh, looks like yeah, that that's it for today. They also made a new playlist, Baby Lily. Um, that's a new playlist, but like looks like the updates are just from Loud House, uh, five minute episodes, and Wow moments. So. So we'll see what happens with those. But the vlog, there's still one private video left in there. I don't know what that is. I hope they update it soon because, again, they updated the uh, one with Clyde. So I wonder what that last uh, private video is in the vlogs. They're just sitting there. <laughs> we'll see what happens if we get another Roddy Kid vlog. But, uh, yeah, it's cool to see they always update the YouTube page. So yes, that is all the recent news for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. It was a lot of news. Oh, I almost forgot something. <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, the Loud House Season 3 DVD is actually coming out very soon. I believe that's in May. We have a cover for it. It is a cover with all the characters in Vanzilla. Probably, you know, taken from uh, Tripped, the episode of Season 3, the special of Season 3. It's a really nice cover. Like, I love the Loud House DVD covers. They're absolutely beautiful. So to see one that's actually kind of themed to one of the episodes, Episodes of the show is really neat, but yes, that is all the that is all the recent news from the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. So as for this week's episodes on Friday, 
I don't actually know what I'm going to do. I might invite a guest on or I might do a solo show. I usually do invite guests on and I don't know who's left on my list of guests I haven't ha haven't had on yet, but I, maybe I might actually try to get somebody on that I didn't have on the last time, like uh, revisiting another guest in some time. But again, I'm not sure who I will invite on or if I'll do a solo show. I'll have to think about it. I really like inviting guests, so if there's anybody that wants to come on for the Friday premieres, which is the Wynn episode, the Rita episode, the Carlade, and the Taco the Town episodes, please uh, contact me over at Casa Lau Chats. But if not, I'll try. I'll probably do a solo show, but I'd like to have a guest on. I haven't decided who yet, but we'll see. So if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Study Clips on Twitter or at the podcast's Twitter, Casa Loud Chats. And we'll see you all next time on Casa Loud Chats.